Chapter Thirteen of He Can Who Thinks He Can by Orison Sweat Martin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Had money but lost it. A prominent New York lawyer of wide experience says that, in his opinion, ninety-nine out of a hundred of those who make money or inherit it lose it sooner or later. What a spectacle everywhere in this land of plenty, of inexhaustible resources and unlimited opportunity! where every man ought to be a king to see god's noblemen living like european peasants because they never learn to do business in a business way how many thousands of good honest men and women are there in this country who have worked very hard and made all sorts of sacrifices of comfort and luxury in order to lay up something for the future and yet have reached middle life or later without having anything to show for it many of them indeed finding themselves without a home or any probability of getting one without property or a cent of money laid by for sickness for the inevitable emergency or for their declining years it seems incredible that a strong sturdy self-made man who has had to fight his way up from poverty and who feels the backache in every dollar he has earned should let his savings slip through his fingers in the most foolish investments with scarcely any investigation often sending his money thousands of miles away to people he has never seen and about whom he knows practically nothing except through an advertisement which has attracted his attention or through the wiles of some smooth unprincipled promoter great numbers of vast fortunes in this country have been and are being built up on the very ignorance of the masses in regard to business methods the schemers bank on it that it is easy to swindle people who do not know how to protect their property they thrive on the ignorance of their fellows they know that a shrewd advertisement a cunningly worded circular a hypnotic appeal will bring the hard earnings of those unsuspecting people out of hiding places into their own coffers for the sake of your home for the protection of your hard earnings for your peace of mind your self-respect your self-confidence whatever else you do do not neglect a good solid business training and get it as early in life as possible it will save you from many a fall from a thousand embarrassments and perhaps from the humiliation of being compelled to face your wife and children and confess you have been a failure it may spare you the mortification of having to move from a good home to a poor one of seeing your property slip out of your hands and of having to acknowledge your weakness and your lack of foresight and thoughtfulness or it may prevent your being made the dupe of sharpers many men who had once had good stores of their own are working as clerks floor walkers or superintendents in departments of other people's stores just because they risked and lost everything in some venture as they now have others depending on them they do not dare to take the risks they took in young manhood to get a new start and so they struggle along in mediocre positions still mocked with ambitions which they have no chance to gratify how many inventors and discoverers have fought the fight of desperation amidst poverty and deprivation for years and years and have succeeded in giving the world that which helps to emancipate man from drudgery and to ameliorate the hard conditions of civilization and yet have allowed others to snatch their victories away from them and leave them penniless just because they did not know how to protect themselves thousands of people who were once in easy circumstances are living in poverty and wretchedness today because they failed to put an understanding or an agreement in writing or to do business in a business way families have been turned penniless out of house and home 
because they trusted to a relative or a friend to do what was right by them without making a hard and fast practical business arrangement with him it does not matter how honest people are they may forget and it is so easy for misunderstandings to arise that it is never safe to leave anything of importance to a mere oral statement reduce it to writing it costs but little in time or money and when all parties interested are agreed that is the best time to formulate the agreement in exact terms this will often save lawsuits bitterness and alienations how many friendships have been broken because understandings were not put in writing thousands of cases are in the courts today for this reason and a large part of lawyers incomes is derived from them many people have a foolish idea that others especially friends or relatives will be sensitive and think their honesty questioned if they are asked to put their proposition or agreement or understanding in writing it is not a question of confidence it is a question of business and business should be done in a business way so that in case of death or some other unforeseen event every possibility of complication or misunderstanding will be eliminated the very people you may think will be sensitive or offended because you are so exacting will really think more of you for your straightforward business methods and your carefulness in avoiding misunderstanding many a culture girl has been thrown suddenly on her own resources by the failure or the death of her father and has found herself wholly incapable of administering his affairs or of earning a living many women their husbands having died suddenly are left with large business responsibilities which they are utterly unfit to assume they are at the mercy of designing lawyers or dishonest businessmen who know well that they are mere babes in their hands when it comes to important transactions business talent is as rare as a talent for mathematics we find boys and girls turned out of school and college full of theories and all sorts of knowledge or smatterings of knowledge but without the ability to protect themselves from human thieves who are trying to get something for nothing no girl or boy should be allowed to graduate especially from any of the higher institutions without being well grounded in practical business methods parents who send their children out in life without seeing that they are well versed in ordinary business principles do them an incalculable injustice i have heard a young woman boast that she did not know anything about money matters and had no desire to she said that she had no idea of the value of a dollar that she could spend all the money she could get but that it was distasteful to her to discuss economy many such women object to any common sense consideration of the financial question they think it is not necessary for them to know anything about money from the purely business point of view as they consider that phase of life belongs wholly to their fathers or brothers or husbands an instructive example of the result of such spirit and ignorance i found in a lady who had lost her property through a lack of business knowledge she told me that she knew nothing whatever about business she had never known the value of money her husband died and left her with a large property and it was her custom to sign any paper or document that her lawyer or agents presented to her usually without reading the people who had charge of her property knew that she knew nothing about business and took advantage of her ignorance they got her property away from her and she did not have enough left even to conduct a legal fight to get it back thousands of girls are sent out into the world with what is called finished educations who cannot even give a proper receipt for money to say nothing of drawing a promissory note a draft or a bill 
or understanding the significance and importance of business contracts such a woman presented a check for payment to the paying teller of her bank he passed it back to her with the request that she be kind enough to endorse it the lady wrote on the back of the check i have done business with this bank for many years and i believe it to be all right mrs james b brown a society woman in new york presented a check for payment at a bank and the teller told her that it was not signed oh do they have to be signed she responded what an awful lot of red tape there is about the banking business i know of a lady whose husband made a deposit for her in a bank and gave her a checkbook so that she could pay her bills without calling on him for money one day she received a notice from the bank that her account was overdrawn she went to the bank and told the teller that there must be a mistake about it because she still had a lot of checks left in her book she knew so little about business methods that she thought she could keep drawing any amount until the checks were all gone this sounds ridiculous and almost incredible yet the very girl who laughs at it may make even more absurd blunders many an accomplished woman when given a pen and asked to sign an important document drawn up by an attorney or a long-headed business man will sign it without reading it or even asking to be informed of its contents only to learn afterward by disastrous results that she has signed away her property and turned herself out of her home only a short time ago i read of a lady who had won a suit involving about twenty thousand dollars new evidence however was brought forward which caused the court immediately to reverse its decision it was proved that the lady had sworn falsely she was perfectly innocent of any such intention but she had sworn that she had never signed her name to a certain document the document was produced and to her utter astonishment she saw her signature affixed to it she acknowledged at once that the signature was hers although she had just sworn that she had never signed the paper in question it appeared that during her husband's lifetime whenever papers were to be signed he told her where to write her name and she did as she was told without having the slightest idea of the contents of the papers many people come to grief by giving full power of attorney to their lawyer or business agent very few impractical people especially women understand the significance of a full power of attorney which authorizes the person so empowered to deal with your property in all respects as if it were his own or as if he had for the time being assumed your personality he may sign your name to any instrument he may bind you to anything he pleases he may draw money from your bank he may impersonate you in all business transactions in short as far as business arrangements are concerned he stands practically and legally for yourself it is a tremendous power to place in the hands of another and people should be very careful to whom they assign it it should never be conferred on any person but one whose honesty is above suspicion and whose knowledge of business and of men and affairs has been tried and proved oh i signed a paper giving full power of attorney to my lawyer before i went abroad i trusted everything to him and when i came back practically everything was gone my business affairs were so complicated that i have not had the money to fight the man i trusted this was in brief the story of one man's wrecked finances as he told it to me women will often pay out large sums of money and never think of asking for a receipt especially if they are dealing with friends or people they know well intelligent women however ought to know that our government is a good example of how we should do business 
it does not doubt president roosevelt's honesty and yet he must sign a voucher for his salary just the same as the cheapest government employee the justices of the united states supreme court who are considered to be the soul of honor and are the final arbiters of all great questions must also sign a receipt for their salaries if every child in america had a thorough business training tens of thousands of promoters long-headed cunning schemers who have thriven on the people's ignorance would be out of an occupation i believe that the business colleges are among the greatest blessings in american civilization today because through their teaching they have been the means of saving thousands of homes and have made happy and comfortable tens of thousands of people who might otherwise be living in poverty and wretchedness this ignorance of practical business principles is very common among professional men i know clergymen journalists authors doctors teachers men in every profession who are constantly subjected to serious embarrassment by their incapacity in business matters some of them do not know how to interpret the simplest business forms not long ago a harvard graduate occupying a very important position as a teacher went to the president of a commercial school and asked to give him some lessons on how to handle money notes etc he said that when he went to his bank and asked them how much money he had there they laughed at him and that when the bank draft came to him he did not know what to do with it nothing will stand you in better stead in the hard cold practical everyday world than a good sound business education you will find that your success in any trade occupation or profession will depend as much on your general knowledge of men and affairs as on your technical training no matter what your vocation may be you must be a business man first or you will always be placed at a great disadvantage in the practical affairs of life we cannot entirely ignore the money side of existence any more than we can the food side and the very foundation of a practical successful life is the ability to know how to manage the money side effectively it is infinitely harder to save money and to invest it wisely than it is to make it and if even the most practical men men who have had a long training in scientific business methods find it a difficult thing to hold on to money after they make it what is likely to happen to people who have no practical training in business methods End of chapter 13